trauma is one of my favorite topics and trauma resuscitation is something that really uh, gets my adrenaline flowing uh today i will be talking about a little bit about trauma resuscitation i've done this before but then uh, there's something that i wanted to talk about and that was my milkshake paradigm uh i'm going to talk about it later but i'm just going to take you through a sort of a case we all know what happens in a polytrauma that's bleeding right when you have a massive hemorrhage patient they can spiral into the lethal uh, diamond of death right uh, so they go into a coagulopathy which is the acute coagulopathy of trauma shock uh, which is a hypocoagulable state then they have their acidotic obviously their hypothermic and their hypocalcemic so what do you want to do when you get a patient like this you know one of your goals is always to keep your patient alive and then mitigate the effects of the lethal diamond or at least do not push your patient into it so you start doing your damage control resuscitation i'm pretty sure all the emergency medicine physicians know how to do that you know you start off with your hemostatic resuscitation you give tranexamic acid to your patients 1 g bolus followed by an infusion over the next 8 hours and then you start your pro- uh, blood products for your patient you know 1 is 2 1 is 2 1 of uh, prvcs ffps and platelets which has been shown to achieve hemostasis in trauma patients and then you follow permissive hypotension you give your calciums with your blood because uh, they come in citrate uh, bags which cause which can worsen the hypocalcemia and then you keep your patients warm so this is a little bit of your damage control resuscitation till you shift your patient to the or for a damage control uh, surgery uh, but here's where the trouble happens you know i mean there a lot of times when you call the trauma teams and they have some really learned uh, seniors who would look at the shocked patient and would shout at you give to give fluids and fluids and fluids to raise the blood pressure of the patient but uh, you know you're standing your ground you you trying to explain to them what permissive hypotension is all about as long as the patient is maintaining well he or she has good cerebral perfusion pressure remember in the ot the anesthetist lower blood pressures to provide a clean feel to the surgeons that's called permissive hypotension so why not do that in the ed you don't want your patient to pop the clots and then you need oxygen to be delivered to the tissues who or what is going to do that fluids or your hemoglobin i think you know the answer and then fluids will cause a lot of dilution it can worsen the coagulopathy that the patient uh, is in and it speeds up the vicious cycle called the lethal diamond it can pop clots that may have already formed and dangerously raise the blood pressure and disturb inflammatory markers it can also cause a lot of other side effects uh, like uh, well, like uh, like fluid overloads and a lot of cardiorespiratory uh, complications for the trauma patient hell even 100 years back captain cannon who was a trauma pioneer in those days was very of giving fluids to his bleeding trauma patients and in those days he said and i quote him there is no doubt that in some cases such injections have had definitely beneficial effects however the injection of a fluid that will increase blood pressure has dangers in itself if the pressure is raised before the surgeon is ready to check any bleeding blood needed may be lost that was 100 years back and still people want to give fluids but there are still very very adamant clinicians who just would not listen i'm sure a lot of you have had uh, to deal with such kind of situations 
and they just won't understand that giving fluids will be detrimental for their trauma patients. You know, after you've correctly resuscitated your trauma patient, we want them uh, to be taken to the OT to give the surgeon a fighting chance, right? To save the patient in the OR, uh, where they close the tap by performing damage control surgeries. I've seen patients exsanguinate before my eyes before I could give them blood or ship them to the OR because they were pumped with so many fluids. This was before my training. So, you know, uh, one fine day, I was just wondering how to make these clinicians understand this concept of damage control resuscitation, of hemostatic resuscitation. Even I've learned about fluids, but that was back in the day. I've changed. Medicine has changed. The science has changed. The research has come out, right? But not everybody wants to go through them. They still rely on their old textbooks, which are not updated. So while sipping on my banana milkshake, I had this light bulb moment. Just bear with me for a few more minutes. <laughs> supposing you have, and this is my milkshake paradigm, right? So supposing you have 10 people over at your home and you make banana milkshake for them, you know, you add milk and banana and sugar, honey, or, you know, whatever you like in equal proportions. And once you're done, you realize that you, you haven't made enough for 10 people, but only for five. Now call this hypovolemic state. Now, you don't want to disappoint anybody and you don't want to disappoint your guests. So now you have two options. You can rapidly do some volume expansion for this hypervolumic state and add water to the milkshake, diluting all the ingredients and the taste and the end product and then serve it to them. Pretty sure they'll never come back for more to your place. The second option you have is that you add more milk, banana and sugar to make it worthwhile for everyone. And I'm pretty sure that's what you're going to do. The same goes for your bleeding trauma patient. They're losing blood. You give them blood. And this is the milkshake paradigm. I tried it on some senior OBGYN consultants today. And they understood amazingly. I was so surprised uh, and yet humbled as to how they understood the paradigm and how they would like to treat their bleeding OBGYN patients with blood products. You know, if this milkshake paradigm makes sense to you, then remember, you heard it first on the DCEM project. See you next time.